0: Yeah. Yeah. Who, 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 Whoa. Slow, ooh, 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 ooh,
1: ooh. Whoa. I could be suiting up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah.
2: I could be chilling now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Whoa. Whoa. Who, who, who? I could be chilling now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah, I could be suiting up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah, dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow, dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow. I could be suiting up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah, I could be chilling out. So I got my dad hat on, yeah, dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow, dad hats and bow ties, dad hats and bow ties.
1: If you were able to suck your own dick, would you,
0: Yeah. Yo.
1: Twer- the no. no. There, <laughs> was that the other question? No, there's two questions. Okay. Are you, if you're able to suck your own dick, would you? And is it gay? All right. So
3: here's yeah, you if, got niggas, shit. if niggas was able to do this from the beginning of the time, it would have been normal. They would have probably now? been doing it. Niggas is doing it now. just who's niggas. Every last nigga is a professional dude th- touching. And who's, no, th- who's, th- niggas? <laughs> who's niggas? Nobody price. ever paid me oh, to touch who's, no who's, dick. Who's you your price. Price. <laughs> yeah, niggas? Right? niggas Yo. <laughs>
1: why do we why do we open up episodes like this?
2: Ladies <laughs> and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Dad Hats and Bow Ties. I mean, listen. Is it, I guess that's what's happening on other podcasts, listen, bro. Oh,
1: bro, some of these podcasts.
2: Wait, what? Oh, no, wait,
3: what? <laughs> this what? This is
2: the DSC podcast. Shout out to those brothers. <laughs> and I guess if you like what you heard, please go uh, subscribe. Why, and listen why to would them.
1: niggas admit they like what they heard?
2: <laughs> what the? Listen, we have a large female audience. About they might have the heard. Way
1: you said large. I know where that was going. They
2: might. You never know what you see on their search. They search uh, history and porn. That, they might what? got niggas sucking their own dick.
1: Speaking about porn, do you still watch porn?
2: I mean, what? Why? <laughs>
1: Where's this question coming from? I need more context. <laughs> I mean, you just brought it up.
2: Nah, I just, all I said was, <laughs> is somebody some of these
1: searches, you know he watched
2: porn. <laughs> nah, I'm just trying to figure out where the question came from.
1: From what we just talking about. We wasn't really talking about we porn. We wasn't talking about porn, but that little interjection. I'm do you watch now. for it? Yeah, I, I do. Okay, all right. <laughs> do <Dude>. congratulations, <laughs> nigga. said congratulations. You play with yourself. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yo. This nigga had an edible before ah! he got on the show. Clearly. Ah! Ah! <laughs> um. <laughs> do you have an all man moment?
1: Oh man, and oh man, um, man spit on this.
2: <laughs> come on man. These, is, man these is expensive mics though my,
1: my. So they can't get sp- <laughs> That Hell no crazy. Not all purpose nigga <laughs> Okay um <laughs> Hey yo uh, Yo yeah, was right I, I actually wiped it off too Alright all, right, all right, my nigga
2: get to your own man Get to your, you get to now, your, your own get, you, get to your Come on
1: son <laughs> Get to the own
0: man
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's an all-man in itself. (laughs) Jeez. um, Where do I start? So. I'm getting the juice ready. We did have a conversation. Shout out to Miss Shaw Her name is Reveal now. We had a great conversation. Um, We was actually joking in the inbox. I was like, yo, actually more funny than I actually thought. She's a great girl. Yeah, Um. I just think the date went The uh, date went and just left uh, For those who don't
2: know, what the hell we talking about <laughs> right. Distinguished and I went on a speed dating event about two weeks ago Yeah, it's been more than that now Um. He sat across from a young lady mm-hmm. We spoke about said uh speed date
1: Yeah On the episode Shout out to We Met in Real Life Um. This young lady heard the episode Right, which shout out to you for giving us views well, for listening um, Giving us views just sounds crazy But
2: for listening Thank you um, And afterwards she did a little reaction video To uh, Distinguishes Encounter and reenactment uh, Or Yeah reenactment yeah, of
1: the day Reenactment yeah Cause she definitely reminded me that there was like one or two things I was left out But for the most part It was accurate
2: so yeah, so that's what we're talking about. But um, you say you spoke to her
1: in the inbox? Yeah, yeah. We we we, we had a we had a really uh fun ass conversation. Every other line was like just about um how I felt about it, and I think the dope part about us having a conversation was for a slight a slight smidge. I was like, you
2: want the fuck, then? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, damn it, yes. I was like, oh okay. I, I I like I like this inbox energy more than I did the fake bracelet energy. I, I like this.
3: We must build before right. the back right. We must handle the business we was building before in the back shots. It is consciousness over the cookies. It is right. politics over the Punani.
1: It is revolution right. over the romance. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. We we had a really it was a just a really fun conversation. So shout out to her for not only being uh being super transparent, but also just being a good sport. Mm-hmm. Um and I, I definitely I, I definitely would um shit, like we should probably have it on the show one of these days. Well, I, I actually
2: spoke to We Met in Real Life. I don't know if this will come to fruition and maybe I shouldn't even say it on the podcast. You probably but, shouldn't probably just leave it on. Um we did speak about certain things right. about regarding maybe possibly people who match and uh conversations after. Oh, okay, great. So i I'll I'll Tell you what um, I threw at them um, off Offline, air. yeah But
1: yeah. by the way We met in real life I uh, only met like One person in real life After the event So I'm gonna need to figure out Like, do I got any matches? I don't know what Like, I probably don't But I would wanna know What the fuck happens Cause there's a few niggas That got matches I'm like, how? But yeah uh, <laughs> It's none of my business <laughs> I'm like, um, How? But yeah, but um, yeah, I don't, I don't really have a, oh uh, man, oh yeah, I have all uh, man, just, just work shit. We all have work shit. I had, I had one of the days I work where you get to work, and then that one white person throw your whole shit off, and now you just like fuck everybody that's white, even the, even the nice white people. Damn, that's rough. Yeah, you know, I, I really dislike the white people, bro, that feel entitled because they're members, because they've. You know they've had stake in the game. First of all, I don't give a fuck about a membership status. I'm except if it's bedtime stories. Uh, definitely, I definitely give a fuck about that. But in terms of the hotel world, um, they act like because they're platinum or diamond, you're supposed to just shower them with top floor views and shit. Yo, if it's not available, it's not available. But it's it doesn't get through their fucking white skull. It, it does. It, it it doesn't like penetrate through like the oh common sense. He just said he doesn't have the room. And they're like, oh, but I paid for what upgrade? What upgrade? You got me sounding like fucking Rich Fontaine. What upgrade did you fucking pay for? Upgrade these nuts. The fuck? And then you got the ones that will go into the back office and then leave a guest assistance review and then put your name in the comments. I throw you under the bus. Like, it's not my fault that you waited O.D. long to say you wanted to connect the room. Mm-hmm. No, nothing is guaranteed in the hotel world. I, for one, know that I've been I've been working where I'm at for ten months now. I know ev- nothing is guaranteed. You know what's guaranteed? Death. That's the only thing that's guaranteed. Somebody's gonna die, and we had a few people die in the hotel property. That's another story for another day. <laughs> <laughs> <What the> f- <laughs> <laughs> Damn, that's the wrong gun. <laughs> They've been dead though, but uh. On to you sir uh do you
2: do you have an all oh, man I do um but before I get there I did want to say that I also spoke with uh the young lady that you uh spoke about last week and uh, I don't know what you're talking about we just started the show with your whole conversation with the young woman in the DM
1: oh yeah I, I, but I said her name this time I know you still saying young lady like I'm listen I'm me, you, you're you, okay? No, nigga. When, <laughs> nigga, when it's me and you, we won. It's ass and okay. both times.
2: That sounds crazy.
1: <laughs> okay? Uh, no. Nigga, <laughs> Super Smash Brothers. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about.
2: <laughs> nigga. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> you don't find that suspicious?
3: You don't find that suspicious? Bitch, you don't find that <laughs> suspicious? <laughs> <laughs> like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> that sounds crazy. Uh,
1: <laughs> Yo, what's, up? Yo, what's, up? what's up with this episode,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Um, I spoke with the young lady as well, and I think Oh my god. Well, one of the things that she expressed, and I'm not gonna go into like personal conversations, but Oh man. I think one of the things that we can talk about in terms of meeting new people that maybe sometimes isn't um, thought about as much is where people are in their lives. Okay. Right? So I can take it off of her and I'll bring it back on to us. A lot of what we hear when we do these speed dating events, and then we'll talk about speed dating in particular, um, the last one we yeah. went to, because we went to another one. we about to
1: be pros at this point. <laughs> yeah,
2: we went to another one on Thursday. Good Lord. um, That's my last one. But a lot of what I think um, happens is we. You're meeting somebody In a particular space In their life And none of us know that Like so with us A lot of what I've heard Is oh You guys are really great At this Like you guys Brought the energy You two were the standouts Like I heard that At this event And I heard that At the last event Oh dope That, that Did you not hear The same thing You saying dope Like niggas Wasn't in the same conversation
1: I don't know what's, I was just there yeah. This I don't, nigga I don't know. I,
2: So you don't remember Sitting at the table And the women saying like See
1: I knew you two You saying a lot <laughs> You supposed to leave some of
2: this yeah. shit. How are you supposed to leave Like, but this, this shit. nigga. You, you should have shook, you shook your head and said, Yeah, now I know what you're talking about. Now I'm going into detail because yo ass. Oh boy. <laughs> leave it alone. But anyway. Just leave it. Hey, yo. <laughs> <laughs> I could end the episode right now. <laughs> Put, <laughs> yeah. Push the button. Hey, push right, the say the less. <laughs> say less. Um but yeah, so. I think that though those compliments come from years of us doing the podcast, really correct. and truly, C- correct, correct. Like meeting new people, speaking with them, mm-hmm. walking up on people and speaking mm-hmm. with them. I think we've developed those conversational
1: skills. And then from hosting shows and hosting class, shows, you know, that helped a lot as well. Speaking in a room full of fucking strangers, not knowing if you're gonna fuck somebody's name up or not, but you still go on. Rapping. rapping. Our days when right. we
2: used to do music right. full throttle.
1: 100%. Right, 2014 to 2015, we was doing shit on uh, Brick Studios, you know what I mean?
2: Because yeah. I can guarantee if you met me in 2013 on a speed date, I mm-hmm. probably wouldn't be the same person.
1: And we talked about that because the first speed date that me and XAB ever went to, we were together when we went to the speed date. We was just trying to figure out what the fuck. Were. We were supporting a, a, a fellow pod, and can we, shout out to my man Dash, PhD Dash, mm-hmm. by the way. And we was at a spot in Harlem and... I, I know. First of all, I knew I didn't have on the right gear because mm. you know I, I just had on my oversized suits. Y'all niggas knew me back then. I just my <laughs> the, shit wasn't, the Steve Harvey's. Yeah, my, my shit wasn't as fitted as, as as how it is now. My confidence was probably I want to say my confidence was was still probably the same, but maybe maybe the women that was there was just like this niggas young because a lot of the women that was there I think they was there for like older niggas. There was actually a few chicks there. I was like, damn, like. Hopefully I can get to smash and I found out other niggas smash. I'm like, damn. But we went, we had fun, we learned, and that was like our introduction to it. At least that was the introduction that we had at that time. Because I'm sure there was others we could have went to where we could have learned. But there was a gap in between that. And we ain't go to another one until dizzy shit like two years ago.
2: Yeah, and I, I do think, again, I think I did something like that in college as well. But the difference is 100%. Conversation wouldn't have been the same. No, I, if I if there was a dead spi- space in the conversation, it probably would have just stayed there. Facts. Um, but now again, we've been doing this for a long time. We've been talking to about people to for a long years. time, and now you kind of know how to cover a dead space. At least I know for myself. Like if I hear a dead space coming, I'm already thinking about all right, what's the next way to cover that up, or what can I harken back to that I feel like this person was willing to talk about, or whatever it is, and so. Back to the conversation that you had during your speed date, I think you are meeting or or sometimes you're meeting people in life that this might be their first time even stepping into that role of meeting new people. Okay. And okay. not knowing exactly the right things to say okay. at the right moments. So you're in saying time. I should
1: give people the benefit of the doubt next time.
2: Not not just you, but I think that in in totality, right? Mm. Like as humans to humans. I think that this is an important lesson that can come out of speed dating because a lot of what we think about speed dating is we're going to meet this person for five minutes and we're going to like them or we're not going to like them. Right. And that's really what it comes down to. And there's the, also the component of, well, where is this person in life in terms of, are they a conversationalist? Are they somebody who can, is confident in themselves? Is this someone who's been around people And knows how to interact with people on a daily. And sometimes those are the things that are also revealed. You could really be an amazing person for me. But you didn't present that version of yourself because you were nervous. Or you didn't present that version of yourself because you don't have practice talking
1: to somebody. And also probably the space that we just so happened to meet was probably not the most opportune space for you to shine with a person Mm. like me. Right. I mean, hence why I'm or saying... Or vice versa. Right, or vice versa, hence why I'm saying, like, the conversation that we had in the Inbox, if that was the type of energy and type of time we could have been on, then they, they probably would have would have went 10 times better. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Because, yeah. again, I spoke to her,
2: too, and I think she's an amazing girl. I yeah. think that... Got some content on her page, so I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah. She's she's a beautiful girl. I think she's amazing. I think she has a great head on her shoulders. Yeah, um, great ass on her back. Too. All right. <laughs> nope. Nope. The movie you saw it yet? <laughs> I saw it just now. Oh. That's what I saw. <laughs> um. But yeah, so I think that that's dope. Now on to my oh man moment. <laughs> Listen. It was that man. I like this episode a
1: lot. I like this shit a lot. I bet you do.
2: Um, (sighs) this is bad, y'all. This all man. This is probably my top all man of all time.
1: Oh damn! I mean, I don't think anybody is ready for this. Damn.
2: Ah, all right. There's two people that know what happened already on the outside, so might as well. Um. Saturday, it's Saturday. <laughs> I ha- so, matter of fact, let me rewind even first. So, my weekend was packed out. Friday, I think. I en- Friday, I ended up doing something. Saturday, I had plans to go out. Something um, always
1: sound like pussy, but he
2: never say that. No, okay. it wasn't dogs. Uh, mm. so, let me let me tell my story okay. I'm uninterrupted. Thanks. Okay. <laughs> Saturday, I ended up meeting up with one of my, or I had plans to meet up with one of my friends. And then Sunday I had something on the plate to go and do, right? So Saturday came around and you had said you were uh going to be a little tired and tied up. That's a fact. So things was looking a little slow for you. Um and so shout out to the Whole Phase podcast. They had put on a freaknik in New York City. So I was like that. the advertisement popped up. Oh, my homeboy had posted it and I saw it on his page and I was like, Yo, you going to this? And he was like, Yeah. He was like, you know what I mean? I'm definitely gonna pull up, da da da. da. So I was like, I right, bet, I'm gonna pull up too. So I hit up my homeboy, Sean. We all know Sean. Shout
1: out to my guy.
2: Um and I was like, Yo, Sean, we out? And he was like, Hell yeah, like, let's do it. And nigga, oh <laughs> so, I'ma tell him you said it. Um so he was like, I bet. So went, linked up with him. We get to the spot. It is an outside event, it's an indoor event. Same
1: time. Cool. Condoms and no condoms. They go, You okay? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling great. Okay.
2: Oh. So on the inside, it's, you know I mean? When we walked in, there's a lot of women just sitting down, chilling, and they freak Nick outfits. Outside, you go outside, it's a lot of women chilling in their freak Nick outfits. My man must've been hungry though, because somehow he zeroed in on the table that was selling tacos. I'm like, okay. So we end up over there and he's like asking man questions. And he's like, yeah, put two tacos on the, on the grill for me. So shorty's is putting tacos. So I'm like, wait, 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 what the fuck are we doing? Like what, what, how do we get here? And then I look on the table. They have dad hats. So I'm like, I right, will buy two dad hats. And then I look on the table, and they have this juice. And you know, I love juices. <sighs> Strawberry. I think it was pineapple. I see where we're headed. I think it was a sigh in there. I think there was some lemonade. It was a popping juice. And nobody right. called me on this. <laughs> so I I, put, I purchased the juice. I bought the hats. And then I bought two tacos. So I'm like, yo, throw the ta- throw tacos on the on the grill for me too. You know what I mean? So as we proceed to walk away from the table, Shorty was like, "Oh, I could also give you a free treat since you bought so much stuff." So I was like, "I, right. <laughs> right. what we like? What we doing?" So I walk away from the table, and then as I'm walking away, Shorty said. Um, she said something to Sean about infusion. Oh yeah. And I was like, infusion. Right. And he was like, she was like, yeah, everything on this table is infused. So I was like, wait, even the fucking tacos. She was like, no, not the tacos, but everything else is infused. I was like, the drink. She's like, yeah. So Sean is like, damn Brody, You don't want it no more. Do you? And I'm like, listen,
1: I already drank some.
2: No, I didn't. Oh, I didn't. God. Yeah. By that time I didn't. Um, I was like, man, it ain't, I'm sure it ain't nothing crazy. Um, whatever, like I'll just keep the drink. It's not a big deal. So we go and we sit down. I eat the tacos. We all know it was like 93 degrees outside it was that hot day. As fuck. So we're outside. It's a heat advisory. Sweating. Eat the tacos. Mouth a little dry dry so i'm like i i got this drink here people have sold me quote-unquote infused shit before really nothing happened from it so i'm like yo i'll take a sip i'll take a sip i won't drink you know how i drink i'll drink a whole (laughs) bottle of some shit in three seconds literally right right. i said i won't do that let me take a sip sips is knocking niggas out too took a sip about one fourth of the bottle. Sitting there with Sean, everything good. And then it happened. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that THC kicked in.
2: I said, What the fuck is going on? <laughs> I said, Yo, Sean. He's like, Yo, you feeling it yet?
1: Welcome to my world.
2: I said <laughs> I said, Sean. I'm like, nah, I'm not feeling nothing. That was like the after the first five minutes of me drinking it. Yeah. Next five minutes kicked in. I start to feel hot. <laughs> like, what the fuck is going? Not hot from the sun. Nope. This was an internal heat. So starts. I'm like, wait, <clears throat> all right, cool. Then I can only pay attention to one thing at a time. Right. So if this nigga's talking, but the music is blasting uh-huh. and the music is a song I like, mm. I can't hear this nigga. Correct. At all, like, he, like he's mumbling, but the music is—it might as well be in the back of my head. So I'm like, oh fuck. So then there's a point where I'm sitting there and
1: uh-huh. I'm like, I don't think I could walk. Hey,
0: right, right.
1: <laughs> I was about to ask you, could you have walked? Because yeah, that this happened to me once or twice. There was a, t- there was a bar. I was like, oh shit. Like
2: I'm so fucked
1: up. I don't I think fear. I could walk. And he wasn't even really fucked up. You was like just that shit was hitting.
2: Yeah, I wasn't because I could walk. Right, I did walk. Right, but I, I did walk but eventually. It felt like you can't walk. Allegedly, right. this right. happened. By the way, allegedly.
0: Nah, <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> <Nigga>! <laughs> <laughs>
2: Then I thought about every thought that I had. What oh, the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like what the yo, y'all niggas voluntarily do this to yourselves on a consistent basis, bro? This is what y'all like to do. Bro. this shit was ri- ridiculous
1: that shit will leave you thinking you dying but you still alive so
2: i'm like yo sean how long does shit take to wear
1: off sometimes two days
2: this nigga said two hours i say you fucking in my mind i'm like i hope it's two hours but i'm like you fucking lying dogs like i don't think this is going away it's two hours so i'm sitting there fucking it feels like I can only see certain things like through a binocular. Damn. I can't see shit to the left and the right unless I look over there. This nigga sitting like right where you sit and I can't hear him. Wow. I, I can only hear the music or whatever I'm paying attention to. And I'm supposed to meet up with my friend for a comedy show later that night. Clip for that. Dogs, you are the comedy show. <laughs> Some joke. And then I feel so tired, it's burning. Like I want to go to sleep. So all this shit is happening. And then my boy's like, yo, you ready to go? It's <laughs> like, fuck. I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to go. At that point, I realized I could still walk. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, cool. I can still walk. I'm good. Um, we leave. I go home. I'm like, I don't want to go to sleep sleep because I know I'm probably not waking up until potentially Tuesday. I want to go <laughs> home. <laughs> That's the next drop I'm going to try and find. Um, then I go, get to the comedy show. Wow. I know. Willpower strong, bro. Get to the comedy show. I listen to your gut instinct, though. And apparently, the whole night I was asking, I was telling the, um our, our mutual friend that I was hungry. And apparently my eyes... My eyes are already low, but apparently they were like slits. Oh, yeah. She was like, yo, I can barely see your eyes. I'm like, yo, what are you talking about? Like, I just like, Snape stop playing Snape with you. It
1: was high.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and um, apparently I was giggling a lot during the, I mean, it was a comedy show. I was supposed to laugh. But um, yeah, man, that was an all man moment because I was not, obviously not intending to get high. um, And I don't get high. I don't get drunk. Uh, that was the first time feeling like that. And that is not what y'all niggas be describing. Everybody be talking like, oh, yo, you get lifted. You you feel. No, that shit felt like I was dying.
1: That's what it felt like. I'm going to tell you some real shit, bro. I'm glad this fucking happened to you. Shit, you sh- you should have asked questions. I'm actually shocked that this fucking happened to you. Shit, you should have asked questions. What questions did I not Nigga, ask? you had an event put on by the whole fit. do you not see the content on their fucking page
2: and i realized the shit was infused before i drank it i just didn't think because i've had infused
1: shit before people always say something is infused right and be nothing in the shit right but you realize that whatever level that tac was nigga nigga you was high i was definitely high and uh, i'm glad you're okay because your shit does not sound as crazy as my shit that I described when I was in DC. Well, I didn't drink the whole bottle. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't going to continue okay. to drink it cuz I drank the whole bottle. Yeah. I, I was gone. <laughs> I was I thought I was going to die actually. Oh, nigga. And most of the shit You're not goes, supposed to take the right? whole shit to the head. And most of the shit that you described that happened to me on a level times 10. I was talking to random strangers. <laughs> Legit. I don't know what to tell you, dog. You voluntarily did that shit. I did the affirmation with a bunch of strangers in DC. See, see, this nigga was. How did you see them? Because I couldn't see nobody. Nigga, I don't even know what they look like, but I did it with them. (laughs) We filmed it. One of them was like, I can't wait for you to come back to DC. Nigga, that was four months ago. (laughs) I'm never coming back to that shit. This nigga got me fucked up. Talking about the best friend, button wasn't Nigga, I was trying
2: to survive. What fuck is you talking about?
0: Yo, I was I'm not crying. worried about
2: no nigga. <laughs> I was like, shit, I got to get this under control. Nigga
1: said it was a life or death for me.
2: I had to get the shit under control. I was like, yo, I don't want to oh, stand up my friend. Shit. I don't want to leave her out there. So I was like, shit, I got to make this work. I started doing breathing techniques and every, yo, it was really, it was crazy. Bro, bro. uh, (laughs) I started doing (laughs) breathing (laughs) breathing
1: techniques and control the shit. It's pretty fucking bad, bro. That shit worked though. Breathing
2: technique. No, no, no.
0: Really
1: breathing technique because you almost feel like you're fucking going into a panic attack. So you kinda you gotta kinda, kinda gotta you kinda gotta talk to yourself too. Like I was talking to myself, like, yo, yo, hand calm down. Like that was okay. <laughs> no, that's a so fact. I was like just like, if you can still do this, my nigga, you got full you control c- over your body. You could if you cannot do that, <laughs> you're gonna die. You're going to die And when you die You're going to wake up And be like oh shit Am I dead? No nigga You just went to sleep
2: Well that's the two That's the two parts That nobody really talks about The paranoia That is socially Associated with THC Is 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 bananas And I don't know How y'all niggas Don't recognize That y'all are
1: paranoid When y'all on this shit it's very evident. That son. shit is scary, bro. You will dead feel like somebody is out to get you, or you're about to like something's bad about to happen. Like my heart definitely
2: elevated. Uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, "Yo, am I suffering from heat stroke? I'm like, why the fuck am I going straight to
1: the wildest thing? And then you start ever. thinking, yo, know, like, yo, like, what's happening? You start to touch it, and then because you touch it, you feel like it's beating faster. Like it's beating regular, nigga. You got it beating faster because you think something wrong.
2: And then I was like, "Yo, am I not gonna be able to function? Yo." Like, and, and mind you, I don't get high, I don't get drunk, right. so as shit is happening more and more, uh, I'm like, yo, more? when is this shit going to stop, and all what's right. the next thing to go? <laughs> like, am I just going to shut down and be drooling type like shit? Like,
1: I <laughs> <laughs>
2: am I just going to be yo. sitting here
1: slump, yo, like, yo. just looking dumb? First son? of all, Sean is really not a good friend, because he should have really, like, should have been up on it more. Sean, you fucked up in that department. I would have nah, never Sean let that. Did, Sean did his thing. I would have never let that happen to act Sean. Sean did his thing. He was like, "Yo, he's like, yo, you good?" And I'm like, "Yeah, fine, I'm, I'm cool." He should have been cool. talking to you more. Like, "All right, we're gonna do some breathing." You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a walk you through. He ain't something. know what was cooking because I, I trust nigga. You, he bro. knew what was fucking that nigga cooks. I am, I am very good at
2: holding my composure. In my mind, I was like, "Oh, <laughs> my what mind's the telling me, fuck <laughs> is happening right Your now." Body was fucking up. I don't know what was cooking, and I was like, I really don't want to have to go to the emergency room again. <laughs> again.
1: You know, be two times in two months, I'm not trying to do it. Like, damn, you really, you actually, really trying to just be out of here. Like, and then I, they
2: would have been, and that would have been an embarrassing. Oh, one. that would have been bad. They, they would have been like, crazy. "Nigga, Why you're are fine." You taking this, yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Go home. Go home. Off of them. Fuck shit. Abs- Thank absolutely.
1: Thank God you didn't do
2: shrooms. I'm, I don't plan to. JK, right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> fuck. My shit was, nigga.
2: You remember? I, and I had a friend who was like, um, "I'm doing uh, shrooms tonight. Can you?" Can you be my call person?
1: I don't know <laughs> how
2: long you plan on being high. <laughs> it, it's not I'm about, not gonna be on call,
1: nigga. It's not about. <laughs> what the fuck, are you talking about? It's not about how, can I cannot be your call it's buddy. It's not about how long, nigga. Sometime when it takes you, nigga, it takes you. For how long? <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> I'm not trying to sit here while you tripping for four hours, thinking I'm gonna be open answering my phone Listen, call every time you call. In DC, Sorry, in DC, when I was off the fucking THC, I had five people that I called. Two of them could not stay on the phone with me for as long as they could. One of them I don't even talk to anymore. The other one was somebody I was talking to. She didn't even know I was fucked up until the day after. And then I, I then and then the next day when I was leaving, I did a live, and a few people said, "Yo, I knew something was wrong with you." Because you talking about God in a way, you never talked about God. You're talking about reaching a newer height. It was like, it was high, right? I said, yeah. They said, nigga, you got to chill. You got to chill. <laughs> but you talking about me not, not calling you. You ain't yeah. calling me for that shit. And got, <laughs> nigga, you would not have been the person for me to speak to during that point in time. You'd be like, nigga, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you okay? Yeah. Probably would have been like, nigga, I, can't, I, nigga, you can't go by yourself on these tours more because I don't know if you're gonna make it. The next tour you're going, nah, road.
2: I definitely would have spazzed on you because right. I'd have been like, nigga, didn't you just say you was in the ambulance because right. of this
1: shit? What are you talking about? Right, that's why I waited for the podcast to give it content. <laughs> like, I'd rather him curse me on the podcast. At least I'm, at least I'm beside the nigga now. <laughs> at least it's over.
2: Well, my first time being high, allegedly. God damn, definitely by accident was uh, not trying to do that. Nah,
1: nah, I wish you would have called me. And I am like, yo, I know you're not going to that. But, yo, come through to this. Niggas could have had an experience. I would have stayed away from it.
2: Oh, you were at work, I think. Shit was from 1 to 8. We got there
1: at, like, 4. Fuck. And I, that was at work from 7 to 3. I didn't get back to Queens until 5.
2: And then I figured that you was too tired. So I didn't even bring it up to you. Because so, yeah, uh, you was like, yo, I'm going straight to sleep.
1: Nigga. And that's what the fuck I did.
2: <laughs> so I was like, all right. So Sean you know, he was definitely like, yo, I'm definitely trying to pull up to this joint. I was like, I bet. And we pulled up and I was tight. Because there was some decent looking yeah, because now, looking women there. Now, and it was like, I can't. I, yo, I, the whole night is a blur, son. That whole night, I don't fucking. I know sent, what happened,
1: but I don't know. Like 15 minutes on us. I'm like, yo, this nigga went and I don't hear nothing about the checks. Now, the chicks were great. God they damn. look great, but I don't yeah, remember nothing. Yeah, but that's it. I don't remember nothing, dog. The whole phase, y'all yeah, got to do
2: this again because yeah. there ain't no fucking way. And keep me away from anything that says infuse nothing. Now I'm scared of it. Now, bef- like before, n- strong. niggas used to have infused shit around. It'd be nothing in them shits. It'd be CBD and all this other stuff that's and, supposed to. And, you know. and, and, and
1: CBD is okay, it's the THC that you got to be afraid of. Yeah, and
2: I don't even know what they put in this shit. So. <laughs> I know it was THC, but I don't. Just leave it alone. Yeah, that ain't for me. Lesson learned. Um, let's get back into the speed dating
1: conversation, though, because we did go <sighs> Thursday. Yeah, we went to we went to we went to another one last week at a spot called the Dean.
2: I and the, it, the name of the speed dating was Black Men and the Women Who Love Them. And it was put on by a guy who was not black.
1: <laughs> it was put on by a white man. And that was the scariest part. I'm I like, told you though. I said it's yo, that you, title yeah, screams white. The first time I sent the link to X, he said, and I quote, the title screams white. Bro, I knew from jump. And then we get there, the guy's like, all right, so here's how I was going to go. And I was like, oh, this nigga white? Oh, <laughs> nah. He's trying to get us all to full fucked up. Um, it was not better than we met in real life. Yeah, I mean, we met in real
2: life has a, a high bar. Definitely a high bar. I'll say that. Bar.
1: Yeah. Um, they, they set the standard for me. If anybody just... If you're gonna go to a speed dating event, make sure your first one, if you've never been to one, we met in real life. That
2: And I heard that the um July 31st um one sold out immediately. Wow. On the on the women's end. Oh damn. You men? Yeah. Yeah. God damn. Son. They said they almost sold out on the men's end, but they still got some tickets. That's why they sent me the link. I, I'm, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm, I'm so cool off that. We we got some other things to attend to this weekend. But yeah. I might go. I might go. Oh all right, cool. Um have fun.
2: Depends. I'll see. Um, but after
1: you fail from the thirtieth, you might not be able to go after the thirtieth. Might be a little fucked. Up. It's, it's, it's the same. I think it's the same day. It, now it's the next day. Oh, yeah, it's on the thirty first. That's what I'm saying. You know, because you know things. You know, happen. I, just, uh, I don't feel like doing anything. Round three. All right, cool. <laughs> I don't. Okay. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> uh, but. but yeah. What I will say is, uh-huh. um, yeah, they have one coming up. I heard it sold out super quick. Right. That's going to be dope. But we
1: went to this one. and um, On a scale of one to five. I'd definitely say like a three. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's a three. It was like all not good, all not bad. It was like right there. So I was, The highlight is when we stayed and we had a great time with some of the women that we actually did have a speed date with.
2: Yeah, I mean, I would say.
1: That was a highlight for me.
2: For one, I don't know how, so what I thought was dope about this one was they separated categories, so it was like 21 to 35 was one category. fire, And then it was supposed to be like 35 to... to like
1: 40-something. Nah, I think it was 50. Really? Yeah, 50-something. Well, was there niggas in the that was in the 50s, do you think? I don't know. There
2: probably was. I did see like an older dude there at one point.
1: Yeah, I definitely um, saw a nigga with a bare belly. I said, yeah, that nigga 50.
2: However, I feel like they didn't really... Subscribe to that because there no. definitely were some women there that was like forty
1: something. Yeah, there was definitely a woman that we went on a speed date when she was forty five. What? She and didn't look forty five, so she actually looked amazing. I was like, "Fuck, she looked good. She definitely looked great." And, and she wasn't the only one. Wait, wait, what? There was a couple that looked like. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, no names. No names. Yeah, I don't know. I don't even remember her fucking name actually. Yeah, yeah, but she definitely was over forty. Ain't she, no way. She she looked all
2: right, though. She looked that high. She looked
1: that. Right. She was over 40.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Life>. <laughs> like why are we play Like yes, she was definitely nigga. over 40. So. Definitely not Definitely not checking
1: for niggas in their 30s.
2: Yeah, I think she was. If she is, she just trying to, you know what I mean? Get that nut. Yeah. See you, Becky. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, what what else was
1: unique for you? Uh I th- I think what else was unique was they literally had the name card. Like uh, yes. on a paper. And basically it was like, hey, listen, um everybody that you speed date with, they're going to write their name down. And whoever, you know, you want to potentially match with, put a check. beside And I thought that was just easy. It, it brought it back to basics. Like it, it wasn't nothing crazy complicated. It was just, all right, all right. You, you, you check the box. Yes, I like you. No, I like
0: you.
2: What I liked about this more so than um the last one in terms of that particular right. thing is, When they did ask us in the last one to write names down, yeah, it was after we'd speed dated with like 15 people, right? So by that point in time, right, I didn't remember everybody's name,
1: yeah. And you know what's so crazy is that that's actually a great point because when we went to the first one, you almost had to remember who the fuck you spoke to, but the thing that made it easier. Well, I should say almost the same as this last one that we went to. By default, their names was on their chest, so it wasn't like if you really wanted to connect, you would have remembered who you spoke to. To be honest, we all wore name badges that day. We didn't yeah. wear the name badges at this last one,
2: and I think that that's fair. I also <laughs> think though, like when you get into a good conversation, sometimes you get lost in the person. You get lost. Yeah, you yet. don't remember. And you like, don't remember. Name, really, you remember the conversation though. Right, so, like, I did not remember names um, initially. Like, uh, I had to really, really think, like, yo, who did I fucking, like, What did her name? What was her name? Right. Type situation, as opposed to just being able to look on it. Even when I looked on the sheet, I had to kind of
1: take a second to remember who the fuck I spoke to. Bro, it be like that. I mean, sometimes you, like, go through so many women, you be like, damn, who the fuck I had sex with? Damn, like, I don't remember her name. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah.
2: But for this one, you did have... uh. Four matches,
1: right? Uh for this one I definitely did have four matches. Yep. And four matches out of I think we spoke to eight or nine women is pretty fucking good. Yeah. Actually. So yeah, so shout out to all my matches. I got my little date tomorrow. We gonna get a feedback on that next week, Dad. Uh I got a uh, got a situation that's gonna be popping up this weekend. You know, we we you know we got some things going on in you know, in the most respective ways rotation. You know, we're getting to know each other, we're taking it slow. Um Nigga, why are you talking like that? Um, cause you know I'm infatuated. You know, okay. Um, God. So. <laughs> I have my yo, get somebody, get
2: this nigga, son.
1: <laughs> and one of them, yo, uh, Nola. I gotta read this one because she sent this in the, in the in the email, dog. And I was like, oh, I don't know.
2: She sent you an email?
1: Yeah, because remember, um, the emails that he sent. All right, here we go. Oh, so somebody emailed you. No, I emailed the matches because when I got the so when I got my matches via the email for this last speed dating event, you I started emailing. Yeah, it was no numbers. It was just yeah, there's no numbers. But I didn't know you was you was on yeah. it like that. So so she goes, "Hello, Henry. We can talk about our impact on the world by phone. What do you think? Here's my number." I was like, "She on it?"
2: Sounds like uh, right up your alley.
1: Right, nigga. Right up. Hello. So yeah, so uh um got my matches. Still waiting on my matches from We Met in Real Life. I don't know what's up with that, but we're gonna talk about that. And uh yeah, I'm excited. And you, I'm um, sir, have you um have you spoken or reached out to any of your matches yet? Nah. Oh damn, okay. <laughs> damn. I That's, just haven't sounded mad like nah, fuck these hoes. Like what? Like nah.
2: Okay. I just haven't had the time, honestly. Oh.
1: Um Oh, you're that busy? But you got time to get TAC infused in your body. All right, cool. Take the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> fuck.
2: Why you sound like a disgruntled? Right, yeah, bitch. Right, yeah.
1: Like a like a disgruntled bitch. Yes. You better call your matches, nigga. Stop fucking <laughs> No, you're doing too much. <laughs> Yo, Kevin, shut up! Shut up, Kevin! Absolutely fuck too fucking much. Shut up, Kevin. Um. Nobody asks you.
2: But yeah, I mean I haven't had time and I wanna curate my, my emails appropriately. Um curate,
1: what the fuck? Yeah, man, you gotta curate
2: those joints. You gotta make sure that you saying what you mean to say. This nigga acting like his emails is a fucking fashion show. This nigga said you gotta you gotta do it correct. So Is this a show?
1: Might be. Is this shit like clothes in the closet?
2: So um I'm like, Yeah, I gotta take my time with that. Um Yeah, so I'll I'll reach out. I'll reach out. Probably won't reach out to all of them. I think some of them you matched with, and yeah, um, wait, I'm wait. cool. Hey, what? Um, so yeah, okay, yeah. So, all right. Probably won't do that, but <laughs> <laughs> I hope
0: they're not listening to this fucking show. I mean, what? What
2: they? What? What would they get upset about? They <laughs> y'all y'all match, so it's like, yeah. Let me not do that.
1: I mean, you could do that. Made the best, made the best one win, win. I oh, could do that. Right? Ooh, wait, what? Wait, I? I, I could do that. So, do that. <laughs> but no. So, do
2: that. Nah, doesn't make sense to. Why? For What? I don't know exactly. But why would it? <laughs> exactly. It's not. It's not a big enough deal for me to do that.
1: Oh, so you're saying they're not? They're not a big enough deal. It's not, <laughs>
2: <laughs> since you have a hard time <laughs> hearing. <laughs> it's not a big enough deal. <laughs> for me to do that
1: <laughs> at all he's basically saying he's better than you women all right cool
2: no no that's not what i said but if that's how you want to take it if that's what helps you sleep at night
1: it's, you know what you know what sir that's actually how i'm taking it <laughs> okay actually well, i'm taking it <laughs> i'm glad it, it helps you sleep at night you need to go to another speed digger event i know it's okay i don't even know what that means you didn't find what you were looking for it's all right i don't know if i found what i'm looking for did, did you find what you were looking for? Did you find, like, a, a smidge, a tad bit? Of
2: course. There's always oh. a little bit of, of something okay. in everything that you do. All right. But, yeah, you're not going to know until you go on these dates. So
1: I mean, I'm definitely not going to know, but I'm going to know after the date. Yeah. I would say so. Social experiment. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know.
2: I don't know. I don't consider it a, a social experiment to that extent, but I hear what you're saying. We're
1: going to need, like. Really and truly, now that we on it, we only going to need about two, three of these to really know. Two, three what? Two, three dates. Because if you're going on four or five, nigga, you just playing around.
2: I mean, you if you yet. really want me to be honest, you don't even need a date, I don't think. Oh,
1: shit. Damn. Well, talk to the people because they are, women is listening. Oh, I mean, I and feel. According, and according to Facebook, we have more listeners on Facebook than we do women. I was, I was reading one of our percentages, like more men how does, tuning in. Oh, men on Facebook? Yeah, men on Facebook. I was like, interesting.
2: Um, Well, basically what <laughs> I'm saying is, well, for me, I'd rather have conversation with people first, see how that goes before I even take them on a date. So right. the
1: conversation is the pre-date, and that lets you predetermine how you're going to approach the situation in terms of a date outside of talking versus, uh, you know what? conversation really wasn't hitting for me i'm good i'm not gonna say i'm not taking them out i'm just not gonna take them out
2: i mean the thing is is this i think that where people go wrong with dating um especially when you meet people that you don't know right total strangers um is you run to go do something in person when you run to go do something in person you don't know that person's mannerisms Mm. you don't know how they really feel about anything going on and not for you, I don't think, because you typically don't get nervous about anything of those those type of things or, and of that nature. But I think for a lot of people, you're going on a date nervous, which means you're going to put a representative out there, and or you're just not going to be your best version of yourself. Kind of like what we spoke about earlier. Got um that. So <laughs> like that speed dating thing, is, that feeling that you had, or that awkward conversation, or whatever, now translates into a forty-five minute to two hour
1: to all night date and so what it translates to a little bit to me this might sound crazy a lot more people need to get let down so you actually know what the fuck it is that you really got to be looking for because if more people was going to whether it was speed dating or whether it was going to like you know random places with people that you don't know and you meet up with them you got to see more of the wrong thing to be like you know what i know what i actually don't want So I know what the right thing looks like. And I don't look at the right thing like, oh, it's another wrong thing. Like this nigga, he don't know that he's supposed to hold the door or he don't know that he's supposed to uh, make sure my back is not facing towards the door. When we go to the restaurant, he's supposed to make sure that um, I'm not the one necessarily doing all of the, you know, so how was your days or no, he, you know, this is the date that we're going on that I agreed to. He's supposed to be showing me his, you know, polite side in terms of how he deals with women. I'm supposed to just be here and taking it all in and then I'm going to move accordingly.
2: I mean, I think there's that component of it. And I also think there's just the the matter of comfortability in general. Like the evaluation piece is definitely part of it. Um, and within that, right, if you don't go into the date your best self, you're not really getting evaluated. You still are nervous or this or that. So for me, I rather gauge the conversation rather even like there are levels to people. So I think the initial conversation you're getting a particular level, whether it's a guarded version of that individual, whether it's defensive, whether it's they don't really know how much they want to open up. It could also be I like this person so much. I don't want to mess up. So they're giving you like all these little tidbits and whatever the case is, but they're not giving the full version of themselves. So for me, i rather dive into conversation a little bit, um, see if I'm getting a better sense of who that individual is and what they're actually looking for. Um, and then I'll approach going out if that's what the energy is giving. But mm. I'm not in a rush to do that. So I respect it. We'll see what happens. Um, but what we do know that did happen this Saturday was the release of that Black, that Black Panther trailer.
1: Oh, yeah. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, I did see it. And um, I almost shed a tear. Um, one of
2: the most beautiful trailers I've ever seen in my life.
1: That's one of the most fire trailers for a movie that I've seen in a long time. That's all. I mean, there was also another fire trailer I saw the other day too. When I saw, like, yeah, the Avatar trailer, I was like, oh shit!
2: Oh yeah, that's another one that, that looks good. A, that
1: Avatar. This next avatar is going to be fine.
2: But Black Panther look better. Black right. Panther
1: definitely look better. Um, I did not know that was Thames until everybody started saying that was Thames. I d- had no idea. I was singing the song? Was singing the song. I didn't know. I didn't know that was Thames either. And then I just started seeing the footages of Thames and I'm like, oh, that was Thames for real. I thought, like, oh, she's having an amazing, she's having the same year Megan had when she first came out. Deadass. Mm. So shout out to Thames, like for real. Um. Shout out to the entire Africa diaspora. There's a lot of Africa in this movie. I mean, the whole thing really, like there's multiple messages within Black Panther, but one of the biggest messages is Sankofa. You know, that aspect of, you know, learning where you came from. You know what I mean? Like learning what came before you. You know what I mean? Like going back to your roots, you know, respecting and honoring your ancestors. And whether that's being directly said Or not said. That is another undertone. That's another underlined message to the Black Panther brand. I see what they're trying to do. I don't know which direction they're trying to go into now. I know that's one of the questions. But what it looks like is that there's a Black Panther in all of us. I have an assumption. I do not think the Black Panther is a man. I think the Black Panther is definitely a woman. It was the way that that angle was with the claw, and I was like, "Mm, that don't look like a man's body. I could be wrong. But uh, it would be interesting to see. I mean, you know, um, Shuri, uh, am, am I pronouncing that properly? Shuri. Shuri, you know, she is next in line. I mean, you know, T'Challa was her brother.
2: Well, she has been the Black Panther before in comics.
1: Right? Oh, in the, okay. So, yeah. So, it was oh, it, definitely a possibility
2: that she could be right. the Black. I think it's a high possibility. And most likely, I mean.
1: Which would be kind of fire, actually.
2: As they should, it, it would make the most sense for them to go that route of making her the Black Panther. It would even be interesting to see the mom because she's taking... Angela Bassett's uh, role seems to have skyrocketed for this
1: movie. Oh, uh, hell fucking yeah. Because yeah. when I saw what she was saying, I said, oh, oh, it's lit. Like, okay, like she's getting more... They're bringing more of the mom out. Um, what I'm starting to realize, though, to be honest... Black Panther one, and you know, obviously we we would be labeling this Black Panther two, but Wakanda Forever looks like it's like this uprise of women. Because there's a lot, there's a lot of emphasis on women in this movie.
2: I mean, there's always been an emphasis, I think, and
1: Yeah, and the first one too, correct.
2: Without the lead, the only real strong male figure in um uh, the Black Panther movies was the lead. Yeah, Chad Bosman. All right. He and a with guy. Chadwick passing, um, if you just think about it, the remainder of the cast is pretty much women. You got M'Baku. Um, you had Daniel, who was in Nope, so he was unable to film Black Panther.
1: Right, right, which was crazy to me. Like, they, they couldn't work out them schedules better.
2: Yeah, so... It's insane. He's not... He wasn't even... His character I mean, was not even
1: reprised. Unless
2: yet. this is a Hollywood trick and he's in it somehow, but... His character wasn't that big to pull that off and make us, you know, excited for it. So, um, yeah, I mean, there's nothing but women in in terms of Wakanda and
1: and how they're building that world. Now, question. If we're going back in time, I'm sure you remember this. There was speculation about a good brother by the name of the childish Gambino, who was supposed to be in this flick. There was also speculation about Kendrick Lamar possibly being a character in this flick. And last but not least, Killmonger. Will we see any of these men in this? Because I think they deliberately showed us this trailer, and they probably got another one in the clutch line. Now we're going to show them who's really in
2: this show. Um, I don't think so. Charles Gambino was in Spider-Man. Okay. Um, Kendrick Lamar, possibility. Okay. But I don't think that excites anybody either. So I don't know right. if we see him or not. And- he probably He might either have a heavy presence on the album again right which would make sense we'll see we'll see what happens and uh kill killmonger um i don't know i i think it really depends on what they're using this film as so a lot of what it looks like a lot of what it looks like is this is going to be A memorial of sorts to Chadwick. Yes. This movie is going to be used in that capacity. I don't think bringing Killmonger back does anything to add to the film. I don't think throwing random stars like Kendrick does anything to add to the film. So I would presume that they're not going to go that route. But again, like you said, you never know who might be put in there um, to just... Build the
1: cast yeah. out and Marvel for movie purposes. From what I was reading, Marvel doesn't even really stick to the script like that. They're like, ah, oh, that was in the comics. We could, we could tweak this.
2: I mean, they the change season. it very, very little. It's not huge changes, but yeah, they they have made changes. Like Killmonger didn't die in the comic book, not that easily. Mm-hmm. So he was a reoccurring villain. But naturally, this is the cinematic world, so right. you don't want to. What are you going to have a uh, Black Panther three with Killmonger coming back? Right. <clears throat> so I don't think that. That's what they're looking to do. What it does look like though is they are sticking to the comics in terms of what this movie is supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about Atlantis versus Wakanda.
1: Right, which 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 when I saw who the villain was, I was like, I like this.
2: Yeah, I and like so this. what interests me, I don't know if they'll do it because it would put way too much heat hatred on Namor in that character. Yeah. But The way the trailer feels like, it almost feels like the Black Panther, T'Challa, is somehow harmed, injured, or killed by Atlanteans. And that is partly what leads to this war. Mm -hmm. Now, to me, that raises the stakes of the movie so high. However, I could see how that could be maybe a problem Because again, if Namor is going to stay in the cinematic universe and is going to be someone who Namor switches sides often. So one day he's a villain, the next day he's in the middle, the next day he's a hero. So I think if you're going to have a character that's going to be around like that, it might be hard to have him be, quote unquote, responsible for the death of such a beloved character, especially since we know that the actual actor passed. So they might go another route and just have uh, Chadwick's character die from something else. Right. Um, One route potentially, which would be suspect, but they could probably go for for it is he did have two of the heart shaped herbs and they could say something along the lines of like his body couldn't sustain two. It was one. You're only supposed to take one in a lifetime. So they, they could go that route and say that that took him out. Um, cause someone was saying that they, Marvel might be going, uh, for saying that Chadwick's character passed from natural causes. Someone said cancer. I'm like, I highly doubt they're going to bring doubt they're gonna do that. cancer into the Marvel cinematic universe and say that the act, the the actor who actually died from cancer died from cancer in the movie. I think that that would be traumatic. I don't that, think that they're doing that. That's too much. Yeah. So
1: that will be overkill actually. Like, all right.
2: I just don't think it, it it wouldn't be tasteful if they did that. So, I don't I don't think that they're going that I don't route.
1: I think the Disney producers, I don't think Ryan Coolidge, I don't think the the, the people that are making the decisions is like, "Yeah, we're going to go this route now."
2: Nah. I think that would be lazy and I think that's traumatic to the family. Right. Like the character, not every time you watch the movie you got to be reminded that your loved one died from cancer. I don't I don't know if that's necessarily the route they would go. Right. I I I could see natural causes, quote unquote. Solely because that may not put too much heat on this new character that they're introducing, but it also allows for the the memorial aspect of things. Um, but I do think it raises the stakes of the movie. I also, again, I think it could be borderline like not the right thing to do, but I do think it raises the stakes if you make it that it's like, all right, the Black Panther died to the Atlanteans. And now what are we going to do going to war, which is what the movie is about? Um, but how do we move forward? And then you have the second part of the conversation, which is who's the new black Panther.
1: Right. Which is probably the most important question. Cause we are watching the movie at this point, we're not watching it just because it's black Panther. We are watching it because we like, damn, we want to see what they're going to do after the guy who actually played black Panther die. More importantly, we know how much money black Panther grossed when it fucking came out. So we know this one is going to do damage. On top of that, the way that they're marketing it, you're putting out this movie on Veterans Day. You're putting it on a day when school not even in session. Oh, yeah. Everybody got to go It's a go great see marketing this. strategy. I was talking to my, my 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 friend Brooklyn, who I love to death. She was like, yo, it's a great day for everybody to take their kids to see Black Panther.
0: Yeah,
2: I mean, they do that on purpose, too, though, because that's typically those four-day, three-day weekends is when you get the, so remember, a lot of movies go into the box office on a Thursday. Right. So you'll have Thursday till Tuesday now. Right. To gross as much money on an opening day as possible. Right. So I know that they're looking to shatter records oh, like yeah. they did last time. They're definitely going to shatter records. And so, or at least looking to do so. Right. We're talking about a winter month, so that might be less people coming out than... Well, no, the original Black Panther came out in February, right? Original
1: Black Panther came out in Black History Month, February, my guy. I was in LA, so that's why I'm 2000, thinking 2000 2018.
2: So, I mean, November versus February, I kind of feel like November might get you more traffic because it's it's a lot more of uh, the holiday season. We waited four years for this. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people might come out for this. So, uh, definitely excited. I I really really can't wait. I'm looking for every little tidbit i could see in these trailers but um i'm excited for it i'm glad that i was i was definitely fucked up when the trailer first dropped and i was like yo is this real (laughs) but i've watched it several (laughs) times after so i'm super excited to see that kids don't do drugs (laughs) drugs are bad um somebody must be on drugs in this scenario but the news broke i want to say monday or tuesday that Jesus and Meryl are no longer the dynamic duo that the podcasting space and the world at large has grown to love. So definitely got to react to that news.
1: Yeah, I don't, I still don't know how I really feel about it only because when I was, when I was reading it, I feel like I was the first one who bought it to the fucking group. <laughs> I said to you Nigga, you were. I was shocked because a a part of me felt like, like there was a lot of thoughts that went through my head, if I'm being honest. One of the first thoughts was, what really happened? Like, like what really happened? And then another thought went to me like, these niggas really just did their fans like that? And then another thought went to me like, what if that happened to us? Like, I started to get really sad, actually. I was like, that shit actually made me sad. I was like, wow.
2: I mean, I had some of the same thoughts. Uh, I think we can start with the first one in terms of, like, what really happened. I think that's the, I asked the main, for me, that's one of the main questions. Because they aren't the first podcast group to break up. That something like this has happened to. All right. Uh, you got the Joe Budden podcast. Right. You got Call Me Daddy. Right. And there is a mutual podcast that me and you know, where the two individuals on that show... Oh, yeah. ...always remind us we're not friends, or we didn't yeah. start doing this as friends. Right. Um,
1: but they but, but but they had a lit-ass fucking podcast. That shit was lit.
2: Yep. So they decided to keep away, keep going. Man. And so... Like, I don't know. I, I hope that that podcast continues to thrive. But sometimes it feels like it's only a matter of time before that comes down the pipeline. You know, every time I see them do a new venture, it's like, how long y'all gonna do what really put y'all in this space in the first place? Because y'all constantly make it seem like fucking with each other is kind of hard. So beyond that, though, right. um, I say all that to say that there have been a lot of. Podcasts that break up, or there's behind the scenes shit that nobody knows about. Right, and I think it's important that we start to know.
1: And that sounds weird to say, but Nah, we invested with fans. Um, we're also obviously fellow podcasts and shit. If anything, we are podcast mates. So yeah, and that's podcast. why
2: I, more so we're mates. that than the fandom is why I think we should know what are the pitfalls that these niggas is going down that are allowing these breakups
1: to happen. What type of deal did they sign with Showtime? That's what I want to know.
2: If it's the deal like it's a lot Is of different I don't know because one, I feel like for them to be able to pull a plug just like that, Showtime doesn't have a as much of a major stake. Nope. I could be wrong, but they seem to have a lot of creative control in that. Wait, and wait, wait. I think that that's another question that that raises, but I'll get to that. Um but overall, yeah, I think I think one, your fans do deserve better, right? right. Like the people that have been tuning in. A farewell
1: show, something.
2: Been going to your, your live shows or putting merch. money in your pocket. They deserve better than thinking that their favorite show is going to come on the next week or season five or whatever the case is just to get some news like a couple of weeks before saying they broke up for irreconcilable differences. And it's like... What the fuck is that? Yeah. That don't mean shit to somebody who's a fan. That's like a that's like telling your child you're divorced.
1: I was about to say, right. Nobody like
2: gives a fuck. I don't know what that word means. Like, right.
1: break it down. What what the fuck does that
2: mean? Where am I living? Right. So like I do feel like like I think Joe and them did it to some extent, but I still don't feel like we got to the nitty gritty as to what
1: allowed them to get to where they got to. By the time niggas know, Lee Daniels and Monique ain't gonna be friends again. Cause they friends right now. And it took, and you see how long it took them. They shit was public, and now they back together. Moni got a new movie coming out on Netflix in a few weeks. And with Jesus and Mero, I just, I, I kind of see it like again. It's one
2: of those Joe Budden situations where it's like we need to kind of know what the nitty gritty is. Clearly, from what I've seen through tweets and everything else, it seems like Mero is mad at Deezus for
1: something. Yeah, some shit happened. Yeah. And Miro is not speaking his side.
2: And Miro, but Miro is upset with Deezus. And then Jesus right. tried to reconcile it, it looked right. like, and Miro wasn't trying to hear it. Now,
1: he said twice
2: he tried to. And then he said, I tried, fans. He said, I tried, y'all. Now, for me, for niggas who built a whole show around them being best friends and the jokes that they have amongst each other and putting that to the public, what could possibly be so irreputable that they can't find a way to get over it? Like you said, is it money? It's, is it creative differences? I'd
1: be feeling like it's got to be more than money, bro. Bread. It would, ha- In my opinion, it'd have to be more bro, than money for sure. Bro, we spent bread. I I, I want to say the tickets was 150 We saw them niggas at King's Theater. They destroyed that shit. I was like, yo, this is what it feels like to have. Yo, it was packed. Y'all never been to King's Theater? It's, yo, it's a lot of fucking seats. They sold out. Brooklyn. So if it's not money. It's got to be more than the bread.
2: Is it like, did someone say something
1: somebody, to somebody? I'm I'm feeling that like
2: somebody said something. But even that, I'm like, if y'all friends, y'all can't get over right. that. I mean. It's hard for me to envision what it possibly could be. That that's my my take on
1: it. We know it's not over, female. We know it's not over. Um, quote unquote, fame. It's deeper than that, and if, if it's deeper than that, then I pray we learn before we get our turn.
2: Well, I mean, I'm not standing in line to for it to be my turn. So, right. Oh, uh, well, I don't. I'm not concerned too much about that. I would say. Um with everything nothing is outside of the realm of possibility. No. But I do feel like I mean, I feel like as podcasters we've had our ups and downs regarding the show, regarding um little things maybe not working out a certain type of way or disagreements or whatever have you. So not to say that more aren't able to pop up or come through the pipeline but for me i don't see anything and i again i guess when things get put on a heightened level maybe they heighten tensions. um so i i can't speak to when large amounts of money start rolling in and tv shows want to pick uh things up but i feel like i don't know i treat certain things like a job and professionalism and there's still a way to go about it, knowing that you have fans and other things that are riding. So
1: I'm kind, I'm kind of the same way. I mean, once I started look, I don't even know when. I I do remember having the earlier conversations with you, and I remember back then being mad, frustrated too. Like, why am I not getting likes on Instagram? Mm. Why am I not getting, and then you would tell me certain shit. Like, oh, because, you know, you got to clean up the page. You, know, you got to start taking certain photos. You got to start doing photo shoots. You got to start putting this caption. You got to start putting these hashtags. And I just, I really thought for the, long, for the longest time, I was like, hashtags is dumb. Mm. I really thought that way. Like, hashtags is mad. And then I realized, like, that shit is opening up people to different things. I feel like this was even before we had the, quote, unquote, explore page. Like, that was before that even really was, like, a thing on Instagram. And to fast forward now, nigga, your boy just did 28,000 last night <laughs> views off of some random video that was, like, six seconds. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what Be what being on a podcast for me, what, the biggest lesson it taught me was, if you just be your most vulnerable self, everything else is going to fall into place. And I think that's the beauty of listening to other podcasts, because those people on their platforms, they are their real, they are their real selves, unfiltered, uh, un, unadulterated, like they're just in their element. Whether you agree with them or not, at the end of the day, if you're going to respect anything, damn, got to respect that person for being themselves. And, you know, just for not being afraid. So shout out to Deezus and Miro for, you know, giving us a a piece and a taste of what it meant to see brotherhood in real time, Mm -hmm. to see camaraderie in real time, to see black men start a podcast and get picked up by one of the biggest fucking TV stations. And I feel like
2: their rise was super fast.
1: It was math, bro. They they were only doing the podcast for, like, I want to say two and a half. Two years. That, they did the podcast and, for two years. But it was the way they was do. They was doing this shit like they made it. They did. They was, did, it was they, really doing the shit. They
2: did the podcast, Bodega Boys. Mm-hmm. For two years, they got picked up by, I think it was Vice first.
1: Uh-huh, right. I remember that. That was their first um, deal.
2: They got picked up by another station, and then they got picked up by, by Showtime. Showtime. Vice might have been second. There might have been one before that, but...
1: Once they got on Showtime, we knew it was over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we was like, yeah. And and so, like, they, they like, they shot up the
1: ranks quick. Nigga, they interviewed Denzel. Obama, nigga. Bro, once I saw those interviews, I said, oh, yeah, it's it, it, it's over. Yeah, it's up and the start. Y'all black men set the standard. Joe Budden didn't even interview fucking uh, Obama.
2: Yeah, and but they, see, they did the counter thing to Joe Budden. Joe Budden is too controversial so right. he won't get certain interviews right until he stays clean for like five years right but Jesus and marrow they stayed in the space where it was still clean and it was funny to white it people. was funny as fuck it was funny to white people and white once white people find it funny it'll get anybody on there you know showtime is backing you and white people find you funny
1: right you and, good and showtime is white people We got to just call it what these networks is being run by people that don't look like us.
2: You know, so I think that they found like a nice little niche where they were able to still stay true to the culture. But, you know, they got a brand new audience. Uh Um, Yeah, man, hopefully they reconcile. And hopefully that means that maybe, you know, in two, three years uh, they're doing another live show. Maybe they come back with the show. Um, But it, it does have other implications when it comes to ownership and companies like i'm starting to i'm starting to feel a little bit more positive about when companies have a little bit more stake and i'm not saying i don't know if that happened here but we're in a space with a lot of creatives now own their content correct and that means that they can wake up tomorrow and be like fuck it not doing this show anymore
1: i mean one of them in particular i mean she she's ending it i want to say this year i mean she made the announcement already ashley from the grapevine so you know
2: I mean? and that's that's cool. You know, obviously, as a creator, when you are disassociated or maybe you don't like the content that you're creating anymore, it's it's totally fine to be like, Y'all want to hang it up. Right. But again, like I think the difference with Ashley and the grapevine is we've known about her saying she's slowing the show down for like six months now, at minimum. Right. It might have been a year. It might be a year. Right. And um,
1: she did and she, and she did give us a reason. Right. She definitely gave us a reason.
2: Right. And so you kinda you're winding down to the countdown and you still might be sad, but at least it's not a shock to your system that damn the grapevine will not be around anymore. Any Saturday I might wake up. I'm I'm not gonna see a new grapevine episode. With this, it's kinda like Cash just was potting and next thing you know, it's like, yeah, these and Meryl not coming back. Right. So I feel like When companies are involved, like I think about Martin, Gina and Martin were not fucking with each other for like a calm, what, year or so before they finally said, you know, we got to wrap up the show because this is getting kind of crazy behind the scenes. Um, But that's probably because they were contracted to the, the, you know, the station. Like y'all niggas ain't gonna end the show because y'all got some personal right. shit. Nigga, y'all gotta figure three years out.
1: left. Y'all gonna figure this shit out. Yeah, y'all act gotta act figure like this shit out. Act like y'all love each other on screen and hate each other off. And I'm trying I'm starting to be like maybe there's some merit to that. Maybe there is. I mean, for one, going back to what we just said. Nigga, you think if Showtime had a fucking real hand in they shit, they'll be like, ah, y'all niggas, nah, y'all niggas broke up, but oh, nigga, y'all niggas is acting like y'all didn't break up. Yeah, y'all, y'all not actually making this announcement. If not, y'all owe us more bread. Y'all just breached the clause in the contract. Clean. And again, I don't know if they Imagine,
2: don't have right. that type of power, but like. Because right now, Showtime hasn't said anything yet. Besides that they're parting ways. Right,
1: but mm-hmm. Showtime hasn't said why. Showtime didn't say there's going to be a spinoff. They ain't say none of that shit.
2: No, nah, they just said they're both doing individual endeavors. Right, and, and Showtime
1: probably sick, like, yo, we, we, we're we losing a lot of Yeah, money right that's now. the piece. <laughs> right, we're losing Cause some Because it's right
2: like now. if Showtime owns 51% of Deezus and Mero's whatever talk show, and it's like, y'all niggas ain't walking away from shit. <laughs> hey y'all better figure what's the problem all right y'all all right. gotta figure that out <laughs> right figure that if, shit if someone ain't kill somebody's family member right y'all gotta figure it out if you fucked up somebody's marriage
1: all right figure it out <laughs> yeah, but we gotta figure this shit out but but imagine now like let's even take this a step further what if Issa ray had an issue in the second season of insecure Issa ray did have an issue in the second season of-
2: <laughs> oh shit you know, we know a lot oh, of behind-the-scenes shit, behind the scenes shit not know that. Um, where there was a particular cast member who a lot of people speculated didn't fuck with Issa
1: or um, Yvonne. Oh, yes, 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 yes. yes and that yes, yes, started in the second yeah, season. Yeah, 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 yeah. Correct, 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 correct. Which is so crazy. Because imagine that would have spilled out more and that would have killed the fucking show. Um, well, um, imagine Issa
2: coming back. And saying there's no third season because not getting along
1: with my friends. Issa probably would not be as big as she is now. She gave she us wouldn't. five fucking seasons, y'all. She wouldn't. You know she what she us did? She gave five years.
2: She said, shorty, you're under contract. And we're going to ride out? And we're going to figure this out. Right. We're going to act like we all on screen, all day, photo shoots, fucking red carpet. Yeah, what's up? You, you, you need less screen time? Like, to feel good? I say that. All right, cool. We're going to give you the storyline where you don't got to show up that much. What's up? Like, but you're not going to fuck up the whole vision
1: of the show. Right, which makes no fucking And it's crazy. Some of us could be really fucking selfish. You 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 mean to tell me that you got an opportunity to not just be on a show. The show's being backed by a major broadcasting company. On top of that, millions of people are subscribing to this channel. Number 2, y'all got the y'all got the potential to have one of the best fucking series that was ever on this platform. And number 3, at the time, you're fucking competing with 50 Cent, which Powell had everything pretty much on fucking lock. Yeah. Literally. If it wasn't Powell, it was Game of Thrones. Yeah. And and y'all and found a niche yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. with no action. Uh-huh. No dragons. Nobody dying. <laughs> none of that. Nobody died in none of these seasons. A uh, a comedy and romance series. Right. About people trying to figure their life out.
1: Like we all fucking are.
2: And that's why Issa gets so much praise is because you putting in that context, like adds a whole lot to it. You had power that really had everybody literally hooked, locked for like three, four years clean. You had game of Thrones pumping <laughs> crazy, bro.
1: And so, like, and then, and, 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 to, and, then, and then you had insecure.
2: Yeah. To find, to find your niche in the midst of all of that. Granted, I think time slots obviously play a factor. Yes, they do. Um, But to find your niche on all of that, it's impressive. So, again, I think that there might be a conversation there just in terms of, like, one, if you can't, the business, at some point, the business has to be outside of the the two people who started said podcast, hosting said podcast, um, our friends. I think the business, when you start to get to that level where it's like, hey we're getting a consistent check from the show. It's coming from these companies. We need to start having other people manage certain aspects of this and manage certain aspects of our lives. Yeah. If we try to manage it, we're going to fuck it up. Right. Right. Probably all.
1: We need to just stick to be in the creatives.
2: Right. And, and, and that I think is, is one of the solutions and one of the natures of the beast is I think at some point, You do have to just look at what's happening, realize it's bigger than when you and your mans was in somebody's basement with a mic, Mm -hmm. sharing a mic, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like you got to realize it's bigger than that. And you have to then kind of just be like, what's the best way to protect us, protect the show and protect whatever future endeavors like, like how do we make sure that we're not having uncomfortable conversations that then impact or trickle into the show and people are not getting the energy that they've been expecting or wanted. Or you get to a point, again, where people start to feel like, well, ending the show is the best option. That don't sound like the best option looking outside in. Right. Um, but I'm also not feeling whatever Miro's feeling, whatever Jesus is feeling. Um, but as you said, uh, prayers to those brothers. Hopefully they figure that shit out. I really do. Like, for real, for real. That's not like a fake, hope they figure it out type shit. Um, Sesame Street. They out here waving off black children.
1: Damn. This all started with the incident at the park. We're not gonna act like that's not what trickled this whole thing off. Well, everything's at the park. The whole the, the park is
2: under is under, under full
1: investigation, right there.
2: Investigation a wow. bit because apparently it happened to one, and then they said, "Nah, we don't do this. That's not really what we 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 do over here." And then mad black families was like, oh, no, no, no. It's not just one. <laughs> yeah, I've done this a couple of times. Like I have video of, of my child getting waved off or ignored or whatever the case is. Um, my question to this is, are these just isolated incidents of puppets or people in these costumes rather not, I guess, being attentive or just being silly or foolish or in the worst cases racist or is this some type of hidden policy
1: i think deep down inside we're really starting to see how racist sesame street has been all along to be honest yeah so you feel like it's always been like that i'm starting to feel like yes it's probably always been like that because when i look back I feel like a lot of these shows, even on TV, like, they just did certain shit just to be like, all right, cool. We are appeasing them. We don't really fuck with them like that. And you start to see it come out more. And it's like, as you get older, you start to realize, damn, like, all these things that I, quote, unquote, made my kids watch or made my kids be a part of, like, yo, these niggas was really racist. Like deep down inside, like it's been passed down. You get older, and maybe and maybe some of those people have done passed and died on, but like that real racism still was there. Like it was, it's still prevalent, and you see it. Um, I'm a, I'm i am I'm
2: gonna give Sensey Street a little bit of bail. I think, if it's anything, it's the people who they are hiring doing these things, and. It being a group of them that are like, man, I don't really fuck with the black kids. I won't necessarily put it on the whole company. Right. You know, like a lot of people have had the stance that Sesame Street as a whole might be, you know, racist or might be encouraging this behavior. I don't necessarily see that because Sesame Street and maybe I'm falling for the smokes and smoking mirrors. But Sesame Street has done a lot to highlight other cultures constantly yeah Yeah. i mean that's part of like the the point of the platform to some extent um they talk about they they bring light to disabilities they bring light to different cultures they bring light to different ethnicities all of those different things so i would highly doubt that in the back room of sesame street park which probably is um patronized mostly by probably black and brown people uh, because we love to just spend our money. And I know like four or five people off rip who was like, yeah, I'm going to Sesame Street over the weekend, even amongst the controversy. Oh, wow. um, With their kids. With their kids. Yes. Wow. Um, With these things happening. Drinking a Kool-Aid. I feel like Sesame Street knows and wouldn't be stupid enough to be like, man, fuck these people. I mean, oh,
1: but waving people off, I mean, yo, at this point, bro, just say it. You are jeopardizing your brand. You about to lose a million you about to lose millions of dollars. Cause if more if more people start waking up that's of colors, like, yo, if they're waving off our kids, what the fuck are we doing at a sesame thing anyway? What are we doing watching a sesame thing like?
2: Well, I think Sesame Street definitely needs to find those individuals and, and do something about it. If they don't do something about it, then they they lend credence to the fact that maybe this is something... Again, I don't think policy-wise, but maybe this is something y'all accept. Maybe y'all don't really have an issue with it. Maybe y'all don't find a problem with them, you know, waving off kids or ignoring black kids and doing whatever. But that definitely needs to happen. I know they spoke about retraining. No, 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 I Y'all need to have a conversation with these <laughs> folks. Why the fuck are you waving off these kids? Right. Um, you know, the first... The first time it happened, the excuse was someone wanted to take a picture, and they were like, "No, no, no, I'm not taking a picture." Um, but the other videos, there ain't no excuse for that. So nah, yeah, y'all gotta figure it out, Sesame
1: Place. Big facts.
2: I, I will. Well, I don't have no
1: kids, so I don't gotta worry about that. Right, shit. I ain't gotta worry about that either. Fuck that.
2: Hopefully, by the time I have kids, y'all done fix whatever. I mean, I'm taking my kids to Dony Park. <laughs> facts. Fuck out of here, American Dream nigga. Um there was the video that we um we were talking about in pre-production about having your own room when married. Is that something you want? Yeah. Me too. Oh, well, there's
1: nothing else to discuss. <laughs> moving right along. Yeah. Um I I personally find it important. It is very it's very important, bro. Like Fuck, I need especially after like a tense nigga, a tense like, ass day. Yeah, like I'm I'm in I in my room. Like I'm in my room for real. Like
2: my setup Living room, whatever my room
1: is. Uh huh.
2: You have your your room.
1: Yeah. And then we have our and room. then we have the bedroom. Right. And the bedroom is probably not going to have a lot of my shit in there either because I don't want you to get vindictive. It, our bedroom. Oh, that's I, different. You
2: you worried about some other? Shit. Yeah yeah.
1: <laughs> our bedroom was only going to have the shit that we bought together. Our bedroom. Interesting. Our bedroom. I
2: mean, for me, no. my room would would be the place where I would do most of my like drawing. Okay. Probably you house my video games. So it'll be like more like a study. Um not nah, it it'll be a a nook of my creativity and you, whatever else. Like you, would you have a bed in your room or would you just nah, have like a nah. sofa? I think putting a bed in there
1: is it sends another implication.
2: It sends another right? yeah, <laughs> I, was, that, that I adds, was thinking like ah, that. Nigga if you get a bed, It better be a twin bed, nigga. <laughs> yeah. It better be a reason, nigga. Like
1: it better be a real reason cuz yeah. now cuz now and you and and you know what's so fucked up? Here we all saying that, and women probably like nigga. I'm getting a bed in my bedroom. Really? Are you now? Okay. G- good luck with that. I
2: don't. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't put a bed in the room. Maybe a futon that could turn into a bed. I was bed. about to
1: say a futon. It makes sense. Like, don't make it seem like. It's a bedroom and you a teenager again. Yo, don't don't do that. Yeah, see, and that's that, that's, that's the, the other implication. That's the other
2: layer of it. It's like nigga, you trying to be a kid again. Right. Like I if if I build the room how I want is it, gonna have video games, it's gonna have all this type of shit. Oh yeah. So definitely having have some a, nostalgia. A bed in it would, would look crazy. It would for it, sure. It
1: would definitely look crazy.
2: So I would definitely tell fellas, if you're thinking about that, no, no beds. <laughs> Put a futon. In case y'all get into whatever argument y'all may get into. Put a love sofa, some shit. Yeah, and she's telling you you can't sleep in the bed with her. All right, cool. Put cool. the little futon together. And keep it pushing. And keep it pushing. That's it. But um, I do think having those
1: type of rooms are important. Yeah. Um, What else we got? A great, the, it's a great question. On the docket. Hopefully hopefully we're helping some of y'all fellas get through y'all issues instead of going out cheating because why you need to cheat nigga you could go in your room and play fucking grant the photo and get the cheat codes on google facts okay all right we trying to help y'all out for one save your marriage which we're helping you try to save your marriage and so we're trying to help you save your sanity before you go to jail you don't need to do no dumb shit definitely don't go in the room turn on the game turn on the netflix um Call your homeboy on fucking, you know what I mean? Call a dude like, yo, we about to get this match? Yeah, nigga.
2: I'm about to get the audience, um, some of our audience mad. Okay.
3: For me, she was basically saying in these days being so cheap and they not being able to handle a, an expensive chick like her. She's high maintenance, you know, and I was asking her questions like, okay, like, what do you mean by high maintenance? What do you mean by being expensive? And basically, she said she liked the finer things. I'm like, okay, you like the finer things. You know, do, do you already do that for yourself? And it was no. She works at Macy's. She's a cashier at Macy's. Nothing wrong with that, but she Emotional, doesn't do these things for herself. But her requirement for a man is that he gives her this and gives her that. $400 dates, uh, 10, uh Birkin bags. She's like, I'm not no plain Jane, bum chick or whatever. I'm high maintenance and I'm proud of how many women up. are winning. And you know what? I actually agree with that piece of it. High maintenance women are winning but i did let her know like look you're not high maintenance you, you're not expensive you are a bad investment Oh, because shit. you don't put the same energy and effort into <laughs> yourself that you expecting a man to and all of your maintenance is on the outside you can be a plain jane and still be truly high maintenance because maintenance ain't about what everybody else see just like a car car maintenance ain't about the paint job it ain't about the rims it's about what's going on under the hood. That's some true maintenance. It's the oil change, the tune-up, the brakes, the stuff that you can't see. So truly high-maintenance women are maintenancing themselves as a woman. Not their clothes, not their...
1: Hi, right, my nigga. Derek uh, Jackson is back, nigga. Because <laughs> yes. where he been? That's, that's why the audience never, is definitely Jack- bad right now. Y'all know y'all ain't hear that nigga in a minute. they like, you know what? We lost Kevin. Cool. Bring this, this nigga back. Bring this nigga back. <laughs> Yo Was it This is a sidebar I wanna say I don't know if you said this Or somebody The other day Somebody was like I just wanted to make sure You wasn't a Kevin Samuels ass nigga
2: Oh well we heard that a lot Um At the speed date event <laughs> so At the event. speed dating yeah, the event yeah, Yo yeah, There a lot of that
1: Somebody did. I don't know who actually. I was like What the There
2: f- was a couple people Who asked me So Oh, is it gonna be like like uh Kevin Samuels? No. No, it's not. But uh back to the point. What do you consider a high maintenance woman? <laughs> he about to get canceled, y'all. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, yeah, like yes. Yeah, it's,
1: it's one of those like <laughs> do I really say it? Uh man, this ain't gonna say my shit. Turn my shit up. This nigga. So, yeah. You know, Say what the Jessica coming uh, I want the full clarity. Facts. Uh, a high maintenance woman to me is a woman who needs constant reminders on where you are, what you're doing. Mm. Um, That's an interesting take. A high maintenance woman to me is, well, if you don't know, I don't know, so therefore we don't know. Versus you actually just coming up with some shit on your own instead of always waiting for me by default because I'm the man. I don't always have to be the one. Because these days you do hear women say these men ain't acting like hunters no more. They acting like the prey, bitch. Who? Not me. Because <laughs> you talking? You watching Discovery ID way too much? <laughs> well watching the wrong
2: thing because <laughs> there are a lot of uh, if you if you dig into the science of it um, in a lot of early human civilization the women were hunting too
1: oh shit
2: that's a conversation for another day Ooh. but <laughs> if you go and you look at uh, some of the studies about ancient civilizations or ancient uh, ancient humans, the women didn't just sit in the village and rear children. They um, they went out and hunted too.
1: Well, I definitely respect and will always want a woman to go out there and hunt with me too. The question is, if we got food in the crib and we got everything, what are we outside hunting for? Mm. What else are we hunting for? Because I'm really learning for me. I consider myself... One of the most ambitious people I know In terms of just
2: Mm, I'm about to say a true thing
1: Wanting to go out there and get it I've probably crazy. I've come across More High maintenance women Than I have ambitious ones This is what I'm going to say to you
2: (laughs) (laughs) Woo okay for a lot of women your ambition doesn't mean shit if you don't have nothing to show for it <laughs> if 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 they believe you have nothing to show for your ambition it don't matter if you got 2 3 jobs wow it don't matter if you work 18 hours out of the day it don't matter if you got a uh, 90-hour work week, none of that shit means anything unless there is some fruit to that labor that they deem to be uh, valuable to some extent. So whether that means you have a large amount of money, whether that means you're able to buy a bunch of things for yourself or them, um, or whether that means you're allowed to present yourself a certain type of way based off of said, uh, Ambition And that is the difference Between the quote unquote SoundCloud rapper And the rapper That made it Like that's mm-hmm. really the difference the, the SoundCloud rapper Has nothing to show For being a SoundCloud rapper Other than maybe a couple of Thousand views Maybe a bunch of fans But because they can't There's no way to boast to anybody about that some women i'm not saying all some um there's no value in it so you just a soundcloud rapper until you become favio yo. and once you're favio yo now is i've been with you since the beginning uh-huh. yo you so ambitious yo you've been locked in and working on this for xyz amount of years let you be locked in for 10 years and don't got five of your money just don't just don't sign five of your old deals. Oh, we're gonna talk about that in a second. Um
1: <laughs> Nigga.
2: Um, we'll get to it right now, is, but for me, high maintenance woman is see, I like how Derek kind of broke it down because it's it a great I mean, you can never go wrong with a car comparison. Yeah. <laughs> never when a nigga's wrong. in the car, you know he about to spit. Right. Um for me though, I love a high maintenance woman. I love a woman who keeps herself up to whatever standard that she has decided is what she wants in her life, right? So if you like want to look your best, so you take time getting the best makeup. If you take two hours to do your makeup, if you take three hours getting dressed, like you just, you always want to look your best. I love that. I love a woman who likes the finer things for herself, right? Like if you want to get yourself Louis Gucci Prada, great. If you want to take yourself out to dinner and bust down some oysters and whatever else, dope. What I don't like is a bill. (sighs) What I don't like is someone who, like he said, you know for certain is not providing that lifestyle for themselves. But when they get around you, now all of a sudden is ball out city. Now all of a sudden, because that automatically just gives off user whether you are actually trying to use somebody or not. But if I know that on the daily you eat in McDonald's, because that's that's breakfast, lunch, and dinner for you.
1: Your insides is yucky, bro. <laughs> Fuck your shit, smell crazy. <laughs> but
2: but we go out. And as soon as we go out, it's like, yo. Peter Luger. Let me get <laughs> let me get the surf and turf. What surf and turf?
1: Yeah. You, you don't surf your way out this motherfucker. Hey, you
2: road. don't know what the fuck that is. You don't know what that entails. Yeah. And then when it comes to the, oh, it's a lot. I don't know if I can eat this all. Bitch, you better eat it all.
1: You <laughs> ordered it. <It's> like, what the <laughs>
2: fuck? Take two nibbles and talk about, oh, I'm going to say this for lunch tomorrow. Yeah, okay. God, let me waste my, my food at yeah, the dinner table. Nah, I need to you so see you eat half.
1: <laughs> that lobster got to be eaten before. What's, what's so crazy is we never really talk about the look and expressions on niggas' faces when chicks order food that we know they're not going to eat. And niggas really is. Niggas is upset that the nigga is coming to bring back the plate and throw it in the garbage. Oh. I be he, boy. I really be upset. I just don't say it. I mean, <laughs> I'd be like, what the fuck? Depending on the
2: situation, definitely be on some like, yo, what the fuck? Are you throwing
1: going away on? this $50 plate? What are you doing
2: right now? It ain't, to, to me, it ain't even about the money sometimes. It's the principle like, yo, there's niggas that
1: ain't eating tonight. Right. But you over here talking about, mm, I'm full. You had three nibbles. You had three little bites. Oh, I don't like it. Can we order something? Order something else? Nigga, that was the order. <laughs> 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 I'm not ordering shit else for you. You're going to Best we tonight. And we know what
2: happens when you order something else. That that chef is like, where? <laughs> extra sauce. They're getting a special and they getting it extra. Like. But um, but yeah, so like a high maintenance woman to me is not the problem. I just think it's it's the woman that for me presents as a bill. Okay. She may not present as a bill to the next nigga. And that is fine. I am more than willing to bow out of that that fight, right? But for me, uh, if I start to feel like every time I go out with you, it is
1: a liability oh, more every than time an asset. I'm going out with you. I'm spending money like every fucking time. I'm, God damn. And 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 okay, like I don't mind spending money on myself, so
2: I don't mind spending on somebody else.
1: Yeah, but is this person your girl at this point?
2: Well, beyond that, for me, it's more so what's the feeling I get from it? Because
1: that's the important piece to me. The the the. the We got, we got, we got to really break this down. The feeling of going out with her or spending money. Both. Okay. Now we're gonna have a real conversation now. Let's do Do it. it. First part, For first part of this conversation is if you're going out with this person that you like, what is the money that's being spent doing for you? That's one. And two, do you actually just enjoy spending money on women you like? I don't think it's about spending money on women I like. I think
2: I'm willing to spend money if it means the experience will be good between me
1: and the individual that I'm out with. So, okay, so going back to your point, money is not the problem. Money is not the problem. Okay, because so like, that's going to get spent
2: regardless. It's If I'm deciding to take you out, uh, I know money is getting spent. Right. How much money? Uh, you, I don't we know. don't know until we, yeah, we, right. we get the We Because I might don't have a rough estimate. I, I don't know what type of date you might be. I might overestimate you, or I might underestimate you. Right. If this is someone like I don't know from a hole in the wall, right? Right. Where the feeling comes in is when you're on the date and it starts to feel like either one, I'm wasting my fucking time. Yeah. Or two, yo, there's a this doesn't feel good. This doesn't feel like I'm not having fun. I'm at a space that I love to be at, but I'm not having fun. Yeah. Or I I have to be concerned about, like, this person is not having fun. Right. So once the date starts to go there is, is I think, when you start to kind of rethink, like, I right, what's happening? Like, is this about the date? Is it about... You is it about all these other factors but that's when i think it starts to feel like okay maybe i should reassess the whole scenario correct um and in terms of like you starting to feel like a bill if i'm not having a good time then it feels like a bill it feels like i'm laboring instead of it feeling like yo this is a dope experience i don't mind how much i'm spending because i could tell we're both having a good time and that's when it's more of an asset, right? It feels like the money is going into a investment fund of some sort. But it feels like I'm hemorrhaging money because I'm not really investing. You don't seem like an asset. You seem like a liability. Right. That's when it's a problem, and that's kind of where I'm starting to land. Is like, is this person an asset or a liability? If they're if they're an asset, it's going to feel good, and you're not going to be mad. To put in money that you might take out later, right? Like you you investing in this girl because you like her or you, you're investing in the date. I think that's another thing. We got to change our vernacular. You're not investing in the girl. You're investing in the date.
1: That's a big fact.
2: You're investing in having a good time, not just for her, but for you as well. Right. So you should be picking things that don't just cater to her, but right. cater to the both of your likes. That's where a lot of niggas go wrong, too. They, they try to cater it to the girl and make sure the girl has the best time ever. But in the midst of that, they they not having a good time for themselves or they regret the date or whatever right. the case is. Um so that's the first thing. And then the liability. If I'm hemorrhaging money and I'm not having a good time doing it, and it feels like it's only for your benefit and it's not for the benefit of the date or for me, then yeah, I'm I'm what fuck you, am I doing? Yeah, you you're a bill. Um and you're not you're not worth it.
1: You ain't gonna tie me down. Time me
2: down. Not at all. Um New music dropped this week, Danny Lay and uh joey badass i heard danny lay's I project
1: heard, i heard danny lay's new record but i didn't hear the project and project is all right oh yeah you, you think she's making a comeback
2: i don't know um it's a short ep heartbreak is good for the soul she sounds good this sounds better than her full-length project i uh,
1: see being in love you, you can leave you tainted you don't give the best to your projects uh, this this project sounds good take the mary j blige route and keep fucking with fuck niggas you gonna make heat or you gonna make heat?
2: She yeah, she needs to. I mean, I don't know where she lies with the label. Right. It definitely seems like they're not as fully invested as they could be.
1: Look like she going the independent route.
2: That might um, be next. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Right now, she's definitely still part of the label, but Damn. um, tough. I do feel like the music is good. So when the music is good. You start to see other things happen so hopefully you know this definitely half the project if not the whole project is about the baby right um but hopefully right. we see she did seem to have like a promising little career bubbling up so hopefully she doesn't end up being like a I don't know c-list d-list celebrity right um before her time even came over some dude so yeah, hopefully that's not the case. Joey Badass dropped as well. Okay, I have not gotten, I didn't listen to it yet. But, okay, um, Joey Badass typically delivers. I feel like. All right. Shout I don't out. really listen to him like that, but I feel like this is a different Joey Badass.
1: Okay, great. Yeah. Shout out to Joey
2: Badass. I think last time he dropped, you were excited about his project.
1: Yeah, I was, I was, because uh, Joey, that last project, he was more in tune, and he was, he was, he he said he was more in tune tapping into his roots and he was tapping into his african origins and it was he was spitting on a much more conscious level as well which i feel like once you start spitting like that it's really hard for you to kind of go back to what you was rapping about so mm-hmm. shout out to him for um elevating himself in that way and hopefully this project's in the same vein if not better than the last in terms of elevation i want to see what he's learned what he's done and what he's fitting to do
2: yeah. Um. So I guess we might come back next week with a Joey. Oh yeah, definitely movie. gonna give you a
1: recap because I used to feel so devastated. Uh, devastated was fire. Now we're on our way to greatness. <laughs>
2: that song was fire.
1: That was that was that's somebody's fucking soundtrack
3: right now. They life
2: facts. This is two.
3: My boyfriend, maybe six. No, about a year into. Mm-hmm. Your graduate school. I lost my job. I had always Uh, had jobs. uh, I'm kind of. I'm
0: kind of. Uh,
1: We we go out for drinks. I'm kind of. I'm I'm kind of. Bar and pay for everyone's drinks. So to not be able to do that was taking a toll on
3: him. Police help! A very angry, different person. Um, (laughs) in that point in time. I'm running out of money. She wants to go on a double date with one of her colleagues or one of her classmates, and I'm like, no, like let's eat this Jimmy John's this week. Not the Jimmy chilling. John's. Like, no, her sounds boyfriend's comes to town. We're going out, and if you, sounds if you terrible. Sounds like a uh, be <laughs> Very much nigga, decisive, and you don't have much say in it. Um, so we go out. I'm just seeing them order up the men. You know, we all just- all right.
1: that,
3: that nigga drink, started I'm sweating. <laughs> he started <laughs> and sweating, just, and I'm just like counting up. Cause I'm like, oh my god.
1: Once they hit 300, he knew it was a wrap. So, uh, this clip has caused
2: a lot of conversation on the internet.
1: A lot of fucking conversation. First and foremost, shout out to the men like myself that was triggered. I do Mm. remember. I do remember once upon a time I was dating a young lady I've been dating for quite some time. Um, It was her birthday. And we were at a, not really crazy expensive, but um, we were at a restaurant where I literally only had enough money to cover my bill. And this was I felt, I felt like I talked about this maybe one time on the podcast. This is the first time that I, I was in a position like this. And I was like, I would never put myself in a predicament like that ever again. And thank God I have never been in a, in a predicament like that ever again. Long story short, when the bill came, um, one of my ex-girlfriends, um, um, somebody that she went to school with, I think she was a part of administration. She was like, your man should cover that bill. And we had talked about in the car, like, yo, only got enough for me right this second. I'm not going to, my shit not going to hit for another maybe two, three days. I think her birthday fell on a Monday that day or some shit. And I was like, fuck. And she's like, don't worry, babe, I got it. We talked about this in the car. And because I felt so pressing on the spot, I was like, fuck. So I end up paying for me and her. But I was broke for, like, another fucking five, six days. And it was bad because I had bills coming out that day. And I was, like, first, first, like, I was really, 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 really upset. And then I was, like, nigga, you in this predicament because you in this predicament. Like, mm. like you know why you in this predicament type shit. So, like, I went from being embarrassed and then, like, in the mo- in the motions of being embarrassed at the table, obviously, they didn't know that I was Fucking quote unquote only had enough for me, mm-hmm. but I still stretched it and, and paid for her shit. Um, and uh, looking back, I'm glad I did it, but I'm like, the, the predicament that it made me feel, and like, I felt, I felt mad shitty. Like, I felt mad shit. I felt like, damn, like I should not be in this predicament. First of all, on somebody's birthday. Second of all, let alone my girlfriend's birthday. And then three, like, nigga, and just in general, as a man, like, what the fuck am I? Ooh. What are you doing, distinguished? And I felt low. So like listening to what he was saying, I was like, that shit low key tricking me. I ain't even listened to the whole thing until just now, to be honest. I mean, it was more,
2: but um Yeah, please don't play the rest. So just leave it alone. Well, what she ended up doing, his girl in this instance, um, she ended up cash apping him the money for the for the uh for the bill. Which is insane. And I put up a poll. About 60%, last time I looked at the poll, 60% of my followers said they would do the same, but a good 40% said she's better than none. And although I am not a fan of men asking their women to give them the money to make them look like they are the ones paying when it's actually like the girl in the relationship, like telling your girl, yo, swing me your card so that I pay for it. I think that's corny. But if your partner, if your girl is like, "Yo babe, I'm going to send you the money so you could pay for it. Um, I know you down right now and I know that I want it to come out." So, I'm going to I'm going to do it. I'm not opposed to that. I don't think that's a bad tactic. But you know what the real
1: problem is though with this? The real problem is it's always going to be looked at as if a man is not in a position to hold his own, it's always going to look like a bailout mechanism when his woman or his partner has to come to his defense. Versus a woman, if she don't have it, by default, there's a greater conversation of people that's saying, nigga, as a man, you you supposed to just pay for it anyway. Even when she sat at the table, she ain't got it. And she might she might have it. Or she looking to see what you gonna do. Even even further than that, here we go, push it. There's an
2: expectation if she doesn't have it that you
1: just have it. And not only do you not just have it, you definitely have it to yo. You yeah, you covering this whole oh the bill sixteen hundred yeah you got the you got this whole thing you got it.
2: Yeah, it's like as a man, why are you not able to pay for this? But it's not really you know. There's another clip that I'm gonna play in a second about like the double standards that some men say um, you know we go through consistently but um, beyond that yeah I mean there's a lot about the societal view of men and money that needs to really be reevaluated like I I asked another poll I put up and I asked everybody how much does a man have to make in order for you to say he has
1: money oh shit. Uh, yo, that's a that's a good that's a good fucking poll question. Hell yeah. And the so what I did was
2: I separated it by two. Okay. I did how how much does a man have to have in order for you to say he has money? Is it sixty five K, which is more than the medium average of Americans? Correct. Um is it a hundred K? Is it two fifty? Or do they have to be a millionaire? Mm. Now, some people put millionaire. Some people say, uh, I think a majority of people, but some men voted as well. And the medium, I think, was 100K. So most people think that if you have 100K, they say you even need more than that to survive in New York. You would be considered um, to have money. Some people obviously put 250. And then a couple people said, well, I think one or two people said 65. They would consider someone who has 65000 a year um, as someone who has money. So the second part of the poll was, what do you consider a man that's broke? And the choices were thirty-five k, fifty k, someone who can't manage their bills, or someone who has no income coming in. And it was like 50-50 between someone who has no income coming in and someone who doesn't know how to manage bills.
1: Interesting
2: Nobody put the, the monetary one Nobody said If you make it 35k You broke Nobody said If you make it 50k You broke Which now, was interesting to
1: me Now I feel Now I feel like I feel like there's a problem With that Could be cap Nigga it, Bro it's cap <laughs> So all you fucking women Who vo- It's cap It's cap And you wanna know Why it's cap I think the average woman who is just spending money, who's who's making her own money, who's possibly living on her own, paying her own bills, that woman is spending money, going as she pleases. She's expecting, by default, a man that she's talking to do the exact same thing, if not more. At the drop of a hat, if they're doing something, and they're out. Like, i never forget, like, Man, y'all don't feel weird when you out with your girl and and she's and she's taking you to a place that she wanted to go to, not even on some like trying to buy, um, tr- trying to buy food. Like she's trying to buy something, like clothing or something. And y'all niggas don't feel weird when she's like, Oh my god, this looks so cute. What do you think? Nigga, that what you think is, so you gonna buy this, right? Nigga, it's a setup.
2: Oh, I never even think about it that way.
1: Yo. Yo, it looks good. Yo. I've, yo, bro, I, I've been in those predicaments. You're not buying it. Where you get the googly eyes, start making a fucking scene in a store, like, oh my god, if it was me, I would have bought this for you. Like, but I'm, you're not me. I mean, I definitely had those a scenario suck. like that one time.
2: One time, you still end up buying shit you didn't want to buy. I'll never forget. I um, I was dealing with a young lady. It was her birthday. Um, and she ended up getting locked out of her house Oh my fucking god So <laughs> that night I'll never forget Mind you I didn't I didn't plan on this But I was like yo How did that happen I'm gonna get a hotel in the city I got a super nice hotel And then the next day um, As we As I was heading to drop her home yeah. She was like Oh I need to get a birthday outfit And I was like Okay, well Good luck like, uh, I, I, I really hope you find the one you're looking for Yeah, mind you It wasn't just the hotel I took her to dinner for her birthday The night before And as I was taking her home That's when she realized that she was locked out of her, her house
1: And why are you still single? Chill Doing this shit for fuck
2: And so then, I, so then when that I was like, well, do you want me to take You know what I mean? Set up a little hotel You know what I mean? She was like Really, you do that for me? Of course Set it up Cool, boom I'm grateful Um Next night, I mean, next, not the next day, next morning, I'm about to take her home. She's like, Can we stop at a store? I need to get a birthday outfit. I'm like, Okay, do what you gotta do. We're in the store. Oh, you gonna buy it for me? Nigga, oh. I did not say or sign up for this shit. So, wow.
1: that was a setup that you did not see coming.
2: Yeah, yeah. And so, that's one of those scenarios, like you said, though. It's like, Yo, I didn't spend probably
1: a G G two oh.
2: 200 on the feet on the food the night before. Oh, okay.
1: You know what I mean? The hotel was at least five, six, some, it was somewhere crazy. I mean, you said nice hotel, nice hotel to me means more than three, 400 a night because I feel like low balling it. Some of these hotels is not even starting at a 100. Some of these hotels are starting at like 250 a night.
2: Yeah. I mean, it depends. And I, I get a lot of deals on, on certain things. So. Okay.
1: Well, you, you
2: definitely got the deal now, nigga. Shit. <laughs> So the I don't I don't necessarily hundred percent recall, but it was a nice hotel for okay. sure. Okay. Um, and then now I'm I'm doing the outfit joint. It's like, did you beat? No, chill. I, mean, I don't put I don't put all that right. on the, on, right. on so the pie, now, You know what all right. I mean? All
1: right. So now, he, but it's like now he this nigga. But it's like yo, we done turn the pieces in the mirror.
2: How? <laughs> how you expecting? Not even expecting, but why? Is there no, I guess, thought process to, no. yo, he didn't, he did a lot for me already. So let me get my own birthday outfit that it wasn't overly expensive, but naturally it's also like, shorty, you you know, I just spent a good amount of money on you that neither one of us was expecting me.
1: To she spend. didn't care. Can I tell you that? That's a fact. She didn't care. <laughs> that is a fact. She didn't care about. Your pockets, because she put your pockets over your feelings, yeah, and that's what she probably always did, and probably was always used to doing to other niggas a thousand percent. And then she realized she ran into a nigga that she wouldn't be able to really play that same game on. It probably worked for a little while. Oh, we, before we close out,
2: <laughs> I almost forgot about this. Oh
1: God, it sounds
2: bad effects. What would Dad say? I don't think, Biden has can, uh, not cancer. That's been a fucking hashtag that these niggas have been pushing around. Is Biden has cancer? Biden does not have cancer. What? Biden has COVID. Um, yeah. They, there's a conspiracy. Oh my! God. On Twitter, niggas is going around saying Biden actually has cancer. I imagine it's disgusting. Though. That's disgusting.
1: though. I, I imagine though.
2: Imagine, yeah, but that's disgusting that's to put that wild, though. It's to false put that on somebody. Boy. But he has COVID. So Biden has COVID. And still working,
1: though. He should be chilling the He's fuck still out.
2: working. Um, Bro,
1: this is one of the very few presidents we've had that he's making it seem like a lot of walkie shit has not happened in his, in his presidency in one year. You fell off the fucking stairs. But he has to, though. He has to. You fell off the stairs. Hold on. Not once. Twice. Bro, he's going to fall. He's, he's up there you, in age. He's going to fall. You fell off a bike. In the same year. So you fell down a couple stairs twice. You fell off the bike. You caught COVID. Bro, what is it gonna take for you to sit sit the fuck down? You need to sit
2: down. He's yeah. not he's not because he has to prove to people that just cause he's old doesn't mean that he is not unable And to I do get the it. Job. Ageism is fucking with him. But that's why he refuses. But before but that's one thing. What would dad say? Cause we're about to close out. I had a conversation with a young lady. On Thursday with this man. And this this was going to be my all man to some extent. But um. oh, yeah, you said it was. We're going to we going we gonna to leave out like this. From me and then, you know, you got bow tie. But. I love I love women. Mm. I love vagina.
1: Oh, talk about it. Come on. Spend some more time with this. But a lot of y'all really think vagina
2: (laughs) runs niggas and i am here today to tell y'all that it doesn't it runs a particular type of nigga and that's why you keep running into that nigga (sighs) it runs into a nigga who is not evolved past chasing vagina and thinking that he has to pay in some way shape or form for it i got hope So let me explain something to some of the ladies because I'm not talking to all. There are two different type of men that exist. There is the evolved man who has had all the sex that he wants, can get sex at any moment he wants, and if he can't, knows where to go to pay for it. (sighs) And then there's these niggas that you think are going on dates with you. To invest in having sex with you. I had a young lady tell me, the point of dating is for the man to spend enough money for the woman to feel comfortable fucking. Was I at the same table? You were at the same table. Okay, I don't think I heard that. Oh, you heard that. Oh, okay. Definitely heard that. Oh, okay. I did. (laughs) It's all coming back to me. The young lady said to me, That the point of dating is not to get to know one another. Because I said, yo, but what about getting to know one another? And she said, tried to get philosophical after. Right. And said, well, no. Because at some point, y'all have to procreate. If the sex ain't hit. So if the sex don't hit, what the fuck are we doing? And I said, all that's great. Mm. But what the fuck does that have to do with getting to know one another? Damn. Because, yes, the sex, dot, dot, dot.
1: But... Uh-uh-uh. You think niggas is going on dates just to fuck you? Which sounds insane. I, c- really I think could about pay it.
2: for it, and it'd be a lot cheaper.
1: Shit, or I could not pay for it. And use my hand. Legit. Do you watch porn? <laughs> it's called fuck.com with a Q. Yeah. <laughs> being honest <laughs> so it's like a lot of a lot
2: of y'all think that pussy is still running niggas ragged like that i think pussy run that noise that's only immature niggas i'm sorry to tell y'all that is the only nigga that is running out his house at three in the morning and driving four hours to virginia for some pussy
1: and make It make it yo that now that sounds like a cry for help you need therapy <laughs> We not doing that as grown evolved men. <laughs> no. <laughs> You're doing too much.
2: <sighs> Distinguish uh what, what's the tough dot?
1: Um a lot of us are suffering from imposter syndrome. And we need help. Mm. We need help. So if you are suffering from imposter syndrome, I'm not saying therapy fixes everything, but you need some type of therapy because that ain't it. Kid Cudi walked off stage.
2: Kanye showed up in blackface, and somebody thinks two chains is the goat. I don't
1: <laughs> listen. They've been smoking all that gas. Life is a Cinemax. Yeah, true. <laughs> no lie. Um, it's another episode
2: that has a bow ties.
3: <laughs> oh man.